What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Christians of the Millennia. Tonight, I guess today, depending on where you're listening to this, uh, we're going to be finishing up a moment in time that was kind of preluded in one of our previous episodes. Um, in our Cutting the Grass episode, which was number 31, um, CJ was talking about something that he was going to be kind of walking into, if you will, uh, something that he was going to be stepping into, something that he was unsure of. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I'll, I'm going to just kind of leave it at that. But we're going to basically have him kind of tell us the story of what happened um, and we'll go from there. So I just um, for any of you out there that feel like God is calling you to go somewhere, mm. just go. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> that's, that's real. That's so real. Just go. Um, wow. You, oh, no. Yeah, just go. Um, but yeah, so welcome back. Thank just you for tuning go. in. Um, we love you. We're here for you. And uh, we pray that God feeds you through this episode. And, mm. uh, yeah. The thing about holy discontent, man, is, <laughs> is that it's... Yeah. Is that, um, man, like you cannot try to mask it as your own because you'll try to like put it under bitterness or you'll try to put it under pride. And then God will just wait for the right timing to relight that fire in you and it will consume the thing that it was meant to consume mm-hmm. um, because that's yeah. what God does. Yeah. Um, and it just leaks its way out through every conversation. You can try to hold it in, but it won't. It'll just find its way to burst back through because that's what God does. But um, that is not a part of this episode. It's so good, though. Yeah. It's so really going to let CJ go. I just had to say that. Well, I, I think that is actually kind of part of the episode oh, because wow. uh, I was telling you before, before we even started recording, I really feel like holy discontent is this moment or this space in between when God speaks something and we see it come to fruition, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And and it's interesting because God can speak something and we either have to obey him or we just have to wait on him. Yeah. But in the midst of that, there's this holy discontent of like, man, God, you spoke this. Like, really good. how can I step into it? How can I pray into it? How can I press into it for all that it is? And if if I don't, do that like the holy discontent is really a place of like if i don't do this will i actually see that come to pass mm-hmm. like will i partner will i receive the word that he's given me yeah right. i don't know right um and i think that's so much a choice that we get so often because god's constantly speaking to us he's constantly giving us opportunities to encounter um mm. him in just miraculous crazy ways that we never expect right. um and so this is kind of a story of that this is a bit of a faith a faith uh step that I took, a little faith trip that I took. Um, it all started. Um, so what the trip was is this event called The Send. And The Send is like, um, it's an event that was kind of uh, centered around um, missions and um, kind of our generation, the millennials, uh, taking the mantle and saying, hey, we want to go to the nations. Let's 
carry that torch and go to the nations, reach unreached people groups, like share the gospel and see the great commission fulfilled. Um, I love the slogan of it. It was like, uh, oh shoot. Uh, it's man. I can't remember what it was. The start the war on inaction. I have no idea. I know I'm looking at you like, you know it, but I totally (laughs) forgot. It's so late. Um, it's it's on the website. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Sounds like Marissa. Pastor Marissa. It's okay. By the way, this Sorry. is the third episode that we're recording tonight. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> excuse any mental yeah. lapses. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we're, we're getting through it. We Hol- are Holy Spirit, through. I just welcome you right now. Absolutely. Amen. Come on. We, um, we might have one more tonight, too. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so it's kind of on this this whole idea of like, you know, let's let's get sent um sent to the nations commissions yeah. uh, kind of a commissioning. Um and anyways, I'd heard about it in February of 2018. Yeah. So so I knew about it yeah, easily a year ago. Um and when I first heard about it, I was like, "Yes, I'm going to that." Mm. Um I cuz I'd been to a previous event like it and it was it wasn't so much that it was um like the conference was life changing, but God used it to catalyze a lot of things in my heart and used it, used it to speak to me in a certain way that I don't think he would have, um, spoken to me if I was, um, comfortably at home, because I feel like there's a place where you need to get positioned into a place of discomfort in order to receive a new word that God has for you and just fresh, uh, dreams that he wants to give you. Um, and so, for me, I was like, yes, let's do this because always been on my heart. If I haven't mentioned it before on this podcast to go to the nations, mm-hmm. there are countries that I really just want to go to, man, my heart is for missions. And so I want to be in that place, you know, like, let's go, let's, let's, uh, see missions, um, started right. and anyhow, so I kind of put on the back burner cause I didn't have a job and <laughs> I didn't really have money to get there. So I was kind of like, God, if you want me to be there, you'll totally provide and, um, yeah, kind of put it on the back burner. I was like, it'll, it'll happen if it's going to happen. Mm. Um, anyhow, fast forward to December of 2018, I was in Florida, um, which is actually where the send was going to take place. Um, so I was in Florida at, uh, another event and I was praying about it cause I was, you know, kind of thinking ahead, like, man, the send's going to be here. God, do you want me to go to this? And I just felt the Lord say, um, buy the tickets and I'll provide the rest. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, okay, let's go. Like, come on, let's see it. Let's see how that might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about so scouting I, the land. Oh my gosh, for real. Scouting the land, <laughs> being ready to, man. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, yeah. Just seeing the promise line, kind of seeing it there. And it's funny. Cause I even like, I was leaving Florida and on Instagram, I like took a picture and I was like, be back soon. Right. And, and that was that, like my yeah. confidence. That's where I was at. I was like, yeah, I'll be there. Like the Lord spoke, it's going to happen. So I get home. Um, by then I had a job, so I saved some money. I bought the tickets, um, and then started to save money for like, you know, hotel for, for to rent a car and all that stuff. Cause I was going to spend the weekend there. Um, and uh, I'd saved up the money, but it came around to, so, th- so the event was February, 2019, mm-hmm. February 23rd. Yeah. So it was like the first week of February that I was like, you know, I had the money saved. I was trying to figure out where I was going to stay, where I was going to stay and all that. And, um, uh, I realized I had a, a, a ticket, a parking ticket mm-hmm. that I had to pay. Yeah. And, and I had saved up $300 
for accommodation and everything. And uh, the ticket was like $325. Right. So not only was like all my savings for this trip gone, but I also like, you know, it was just eating into to the money I had. And I was, you know, I was really discouraged from it. I was just like, I, I guess I'm not going to go. Like uh, after paying the ticket, I kind of went home and I was really f- kind of frustrated, confused. And I, I prayed about it. And I was like, like, God, what do I do? And, and I kind of just like in, in my own misery was like, all right, I guess I'm just not going to go. Yeah. Like that was the conclusion I came to. Um, mm. and, and I talked to my parents about it. Um, and you know, kind of the silver lining was like, Oh, at least I'll be able to focus on classes, um, and focus on work and all. But I really, my heart wasn't there for it. And, and so I chatted one of my friends who I was, I was going to see there and I was like, Hey, you know, huge bummer. I'm not going to be able to make it to the send. Um, I had this ticket and all this, um, so I won't be able to, to pay for it. Um, I prayed about it and I felt peace about it. And as I was, as I was typing that the Holy Spirit was just like, no, you don't. Right. And it was this weird moment of like, but like reality, everything in front of me is like, you can't do this. Like you shouldn't get on those flights. You shouldn't, you know? Um, but the Holy Spirit just said, you don't have peace about it. Like, you know, the word I gave you and, and the Holy Spirit in that Mm. moment, it was, it was in the morning, really early in the morning. And the Holy Spirit was just like, remember the word I gave you buy the tickets and I'll provide the rest. And the Holy Spirit, again, reminding me of times that I'd been in other situations. Like when I was on that backpacking trip, he literally pointed me back to my journal and was like, reread through those entries. Remember every single time I gave you a place to stay and you didn't have money for it. Like I can do it again. And God was just speaking all this to me and I was just spending this time with him in the morning that I was not expecting to spend. It was just so crazy because he was just speaking life and encouraging me. Yeah. And and the last thing that he gave me was just this image of the baggage claim area mm-hmm. and said, go and wait here. And that was all I had. Like that, that was just all he gave me for like, you know, like direction, right? All right. I knew was get on the plane because I already had the plane tickets and God was going to provide the rest. And all I knew was, maybe go to the baggage claim area, you know, like yeah. what's going to happen. Right. Um, so I told a couple of friends about this. I told uh, you guys about it for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just like, guys, I'd like pray for me because yeah. this is a step of faith. And I don't know if I have the faith it takes to actually get on that plane. Like, this is just scary. Like, yeah. cause God had spoken this to me, I, I think like two weeks before I was supposed to leave yeah. or something like that. And so I just reached out to, I uh, talked to you guys, reached out to a couple other friends. was like, hey, guys, just pray for me yeah. um, because if this is really of God, I don't want to miss out on it. Like right. there was that moment of holy discontent of God reminding me that word and saying, do you want to experience what I have for you there? Yeah. And and I, I was just, I just had to be in a place of yes. Like I, there was no other way around it. I was like, I, I don't want to miss out on this. Like what, like, mm. <laughs> like you know, right. like. God, if God spoke that clearly, like, how could I miss out? How could I say no? Yeah. And so um, I told a couple of friends about it. One of my friends really kindly reached out to a couple of people he knew um, and gave me a phone number and said, hey, there's this friend I know who's going. Like, he might be able to give you a place to stay. Yeah. Um, contact him. Didn't even get a response. So I was pretty discouraged in that. <laughs> um, 
but but I really trusted that God was going to provide in whatever way possible. I was like, maybe, you know, my, my imagination went, and I was like, maybe someone will just come up to me, hand me 300 bucks, like just straight up, like right. here's some cash, you know? Yeah. Or maybe um, like I'll... I'll meet someone on the flight there. Maybe, you know, like, like all these ideas are just racing. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I got rejected on the phone, I was like, all right, not that way. Let's see, yeah. God, let's see. You said, you said you were going to do this. And since you spoke, I believe that that's a promise. I'm going to step out in faith in it and keep in mind this whole time. Like, you know, go listen back to the episode where I said I was stepping out in faith. Yeah. I was pretty uncertain. You talked about how mentally you played through 12, different scenarios of how it could possibly play out yeah and how you just needed to come to a place of of just peace with it um yeah but sorry go ahead yeah no no exactly i just needed to come to a place of like this is going to happen yeah all i have is this and i'm just gonna rest in that Mm. um and anyhow so so the day came and i went to the airport i got on the flight and i i packed in my bag uh, a sleepy pad just in case I was like, all right, I'm ready to sleep on the floor of this airport mm-hmm. if nothing happens. Because cause even then I saw it as like, you know, the the scene with Daniel, uh, what is it, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, mm-hmm. where they're like, if you throw this in this fire, like our God can save us. But even if he doesn't, you know, like that was, I think, kind of where my mind was going. I was like, even if God doesn't provide that, he's still good. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to go to this thing and probably receive something, you know, and and uh, it'll be worth it. Yeah. So so why not? Um, and so I had that that sleeping pad ready. I was I was I was set on sleeping on the floor. So I get on my first flight, land in L.A. because uh, I had to lay over there and I got a text from my friend like, hey, bro, Here's another number. This guy said he has a place to stay, you know, never know. shoot him a text, never know what's going to happen. So I texted him and I was like, hey, man, like looking for a place to stay, send him the text. And then next thing I know, I'm back in the air, like didn't get a response before I got on my next flight. Jeez. So I'm on my flight to Florida. Just at the other end is that baggage claim. And I was like, here we go. Let's let's hit it. Like, like, like let's get there and see what happens. Like, I'm excited. Like. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Um, and I had this weird peace the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, God's going to do it because here I am. Mm-hmm. Like, right. <laughs> like there's no other option. Like right. he has to, you know? Um, and it was cool because I met a guy on my flight who was going to the send and I was like, this is the guy. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to stay <laughs> with this guy. And, and like, man, there's so many different like yeah. moments of like, that's how God's going to provide or that's how God's going to provide. And, and it's not how he provided. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I sent that text and I'm on my flight. I had a lot of peace about it. And so I took a nap, you know, like did some homework. Like it it was pretty great. It was a great flight. Um, but then they announced like, you know, 30 minutes till we're landing. And I was like, so God, give me a bit of clarity here. Like, can we, can we just clarify some stuff? Like what's, what do I do? And, and I just felt the Holy Spirit kind of just like a nudge of just like, just the impression of like the guy you texted, it's going to work out, but still go to the baggage claim area. Um, and I got this image of just this old man and felt like I needed to ask him if he knew who God was. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. And I was just, all right, let's, let's see what happens. So we land, I get off the flight. I go down and I'm, I was so nervous. I, I get to the baggage claim area and I don't see I don't see a guy, um, and I'm so I'm just waiting. 
And then all of a sudden this old man comes up and the Holy Spirit's like, that's him. Mm. And I'd straight up argued with the, uh, with the Holy Spirit for it. Uh, cause I just, I, I knew in my gut, like I just, I knew I couldn't move that spot without talking to that guy, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to talk to that guy. Yeah. And so I just waited there and, um, eventually I went up and talked to him and it was a really awkward conversation. It didn't go well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still don't get why, but, um, basically I went up to him and I was like, Hey, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a missionary and I, I just felt like the Lord told me to come up and ask you if you know who God is. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, you got the wrong guy. I think religion is the source of all evil. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, great. great. Um, where, you know, where do you, where do you take that conversation from there? I was kind of just like, all right, let's, let's go. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. Um, you know, we chat a little bit, but nothing came out of it, yeah. um, at all. It was really awkward. And I kind of just walked off, felt really defeated, but the Holy Spirit, like, it was so weird because even in that moment of like utter defeat of like the image that I've been holding on to of like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm supposed to get to the baggage claim area. Like it felt like defeat, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, God was just so encouraging through it. Like I just knew God was with me in that moment. Um, Mm. And also a little bit before that, when we had landed, I had turned my phone off airplane mode, got a text back from that guy who had said, I've got a place for you to stay. Like, are you in the area? Um, And so I knew I had a place to stay. And so I wasn't looking to talk to that guy for a place to stay, but I was still just like, why? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I still don't know, but I think that's part of the faith trip, you know? Wait, at that point, you knew you had a place to stay or yeah. you were still... I knew, oh, I, had, you... I, I knew I had an opportunity. Okay. You I didn't know, know for sure. Right. <laughs> I was still kind of like, right. you know... That makes sense. St- still uh, getting out the details. But having the oppor- knowing that you have an opportunity and knowing that God said you were going to have a place to stay, it's pretty much uh, almost a sure thing in your heart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it just, to me, I think was more of like the unsurety was of that conversation, what that conversation was about. Right. But I think you. that happens a lot is like, God will ask us to step out in faith in ways that we're like, you know, it happens and we're just like, I don't know why that happens. Right. But, um, mm. the, I, I think the real amazing part of this trip is like, was the provision of this place. And so, so I left that guy and I, I moved on and I was like, all right, Lord, like I'm going to go contact this guy. I call him up. I'm like, Hey man, like, um, you know, is it still cool if I come and stay with you guys? And he's like, yeah, yeah, here's the address. Um, just get a lift over um, and we'll figure out the details from there, you know, get some food and all that. I was like, all right, let's, uh, let's do it. Um, and so one thing that was actually really crazy about this is the guy was, um, I got the number from my friends, but he didn't even know the guy whose number it was mm. he just got it from a friend of a friend of a friend like it was super removed oh, but what was wild was this guy his name his name's sam shout out to sam uh <laughs> amazing guy um is that sam actually knew another friend of mine that i met while i was in new zealand mm. and they had done missions together it was like the weirdest connection that that really isn't that weird because it's like only god can do that right. um any, anyhow, it was just, it was just wild. Everything was just like clicking into place. Mm-hmm. And so I got my lift, uh, took a lift over there. And as we're getting close, I'm like looking at the places. I'm like, these are, these are like big hotels, you know, like I'd never been to like, I've been to Disney. I've never been to Disney world. And he said it was kind of over in the Disney world area. Um, as we're getting closer, I, I was kind of leaning over my lift driver. I was like, 
these are this is like a really nice area. He's like, oh yeah, the, the address you gave me is in the Disney World hotels. It's like, okay, like the Disney this Disney World resorts. I was just like, what? Like, okay, like really, God? And we pull up to this massive resort, and I was just like, I was blown away. I d I didn't even know what to do. Um, so you know, got out of the car, went up to the the front desk, and you know, asked the guy. I was like, hey, you know, where's this room in in this like building, building six and room eleven twenty two? And he was like, oh, you're on the wrong side of the resort. Let me get a shuttle to like bring you over to the other side of the resort. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just like, all right, like I'm at a nice resort, but like a massive resort. Uh -huh. Like, what the heck? And so they bring over a shuttle that takes only me to the other side of the resort. I get out, go up to the room. It's like a whole unit with yeah. like a kitchen and all this stuff. Right. And I ended up sleeping on the pull-up pull couch, but in like a Disney World resort. Right. And, and man, like, I don't know. Like, that's a, that's a five-star hotel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like upwards of 300 400 a night mm -hmm. yeah and i had only 300 for a place to stay <laughs> i would have had only 300 for a place to stay and i'm just like man god's provision his goodness is like it's unbelievable um and so i spent that the weekend with sam and and some friends of his and they drove me to the event um drove me back i stayed at the place two nights mm -hmm. in a row um you know got back on my flight home and uh yeah, it was just a wild, wild trip. Um, but it was just like, man, God is so faithful to his promise, but he's also so good. Um, but I, I think also God's like, I don't know, he's so good even when it's not like that. But I'm just like hmm. blown away that it was like that. <laughs> like that he He can do that, you know? Yeah. Um, um. I love, from my personal experience, um, <laughs> of this <laughs> of this trip, because I I enjoy seeing people take faith steps because I want people to encounter how real God is. God responds to faith, and when people take a faith step, um, I like seeing other people's enjoyment of like he did it like he actually provided <laughs> god's real god's re you know like that whole and it's and it's almost like i almost took it into my own hands and tried mm -hmm. to do it myself like i actually wanted to like book cj a hotel book him a rental car <laughs> and just be like bro god provided here you go yeah um and through like the business of of world ventures I looked up that exact same hotel that he was staying at <laughs> yeah. and I could, and I was going to book it for him. Yeah. Like that literal exact, exact same. I was like, this hotel is going to blow him away. Like <laughs> I want to book this for him. And God was just like, no, just absolutely no. And I couldn't book it for him because I have to go on that trip and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I couldn't book it for somebody else. But as soon as he was like, no, he was like, it's okay. I was like, Oh man, I had that piece. Yeah. I had that piece that he was gonna get provided for, and then just to have him come back. He was like, "Bro, you're never gonna guess what hotel I stayed in." It's <laughs> like what the Disneyland, and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> like no way!" And so it it's dope, man. It's really it's really inspiring to hear 
that you're not just it it wasn't just a one-time thing when you were on that backpacking trip Mm. to take those steps of faith um to see god provide for you in that way but this is something that you have um taken with you Mm. not not just a life lesson but like this is you you're you built your foundation on the rock yeah Mm. you didn't build it on anything else but you were like jesus you are my provider and i'm gonna live with that for the rest of my life um and and for those of you who aren't yet in those spaces or in those um areas that you have the faith to take those steps don't worry about it because god meets you where you're at Mm. um and i definitely believe um through this story and listening to cj and and the steps that he took god met cj cj exactly where he was at um though he had to get to florida for god to meet him there um but he was with him the whole time um so yeah don't compare your faith to somebody else's well it's like it's it's interesting because it's like I like this trip. I think w- one of the things that God spoke to me specifically about stepping out in faith in it yeah. was that every time I stepped out in faith in that, I was I was with other guys who were willing to step into crazy faith hmm. um, in that way. And so a lot of times, what would happen on that trip is we'd be like, "Hey, I feel like God's saying this," and we'd all rally together and be like, "Yeah, let's go." And it's easier to do that when you're with other people, but I I think the biggest discomfort I had was this place of like, God didn't speak to anyone else. Like you didn't tell me that until afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and like nobody really was in this place for me of like, like there were people who were like, that sounds, that sounds right. Like go for it. Um, and there were definitely confirmations where God confirmed it through other people, even though they didn't know. Shout out to pastor Tim. Cause he like, man, after God spoke all those things to me in the morning, I saw him later that day Mm -hmm. and he just like spoken in that exact situation without even knowing it. Yeah. Like he was just talking about faith and taking faith trips. But, but I can remember like, man, the first time I went up to someone, the first time God said to me, um, and I was learning to hear his voice and God said to me, go talk to that person. I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I, this is scary and all that. And it's, I'm still in that place. Like I was so scared in that airport talking to that guy, but for whatever reason, like, even though I knew God had, like, even though I'd already gotten that text that I had a place, you know, like I was still scared. Like, but it was that one step of faith, like a couple years ago where I was just like, yeah, God, I'll go talk to him. And then that place of like, all right, God, I'm going to go on this backpacking trip. And then, all right, God, I'm going to go on this this missions trip with YWAM. All right, God, I'm going to um, step into this this uh, role on outreach. All right, God, I'm going to, you know, and that like, I don't know, that place of obedience where it's like, I found myself in a place, t- to be totally honest, where I felt like I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. And just like God's proven himself so many times, like if I were to just dismiss it as like, you know, God didn't say this, then man, that would just be like, it almost felt like I'd just be dishonoring who God is and who God's shown himself to be to me. Um, And like literally turning, like, it just felt so like, it felt more uncomfortable not going than it did going. Mm. Um, If that makes sense. Right. Because once you know, you know, you can't. 
you can, but when you experience the miracle before and you know that he can do it, um, the next time the the opportunity presents itself, if you begin to slip back into operating in fear, it's like spitting back in his face and saying that, no, you can't do it. Your power is limited, God. It's only limited to that other situation. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in this situation. So it, it's a, I don't want to say a blessing and a curse. It's its a blessing when you experience the miracle, but it also holds you to a higher standard the next time you come up into a situation. So if you're praying for a miracle and the miracle comes, praise be to God. Yeah. But the next time you walk into a situation, you now know that he can do the miracle. So how are you going to act then? Yeah. No, exactly. And it's, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know. I'm scared about what's next after you say that. Because <laughs> who knows? It's always glory but, to glory. But yeah, it's glory to glory. And it's like, I mean, man, there's no other place I'd rather be. And and I'm not saying that because I got stayed at Disney World Resort. Right. Like, like I'm not saying it because of that, but but I'm saying that because like there were there were times on the backpacking trip where we were sleeping in uncomfortable places, mm. but I knew I was in the will of God or like where I was in New Zealand and we were like sleeping on a mattress on the floor, like mm. in a church, not having taken a shower for like four days. But I knew like that was where God wanted me in that time. And, and like, man, God was just showing off with Disney world. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and I really like, I just feel like like part of that story is just for someone out there who doesn't uh, believe that God in his goodness will provide above and beyond, right? right? Um, because he does. Um, but at the same time, like whatever he says, like trust him and step into that place and you'll find that peace, whether it is a comfortable place or an uncomfortable place. Yeah. Um, but see, like if, we would have ta- told the story about your faith trip and be like, yeah, I slept in New Zealand on the floor in a barn. Like, <laughs> who's going to consider that a miracle? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, without yeah. the proper context, who's going to con- I don't want to do that. I wouldn't yeah. consider that God working a miracle in my life if I yeah. was in New Zealand sleeping on the floor on the sleeping bag. Right. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> it's exactly what I was saying last night during announcements is like, it's we wait until we get the miracle before we start talking about the process and how God got us there. And it's just like, dude, he wants to do so much more in the process of getting you there than he actually wants to do with when he actually gets you there. I don't know if any of you guys are listening right now, but nothing CJ said was about the actual event. (laughs) Everything he just shared was about the process and how he got to the event. (laughs) That's so good. He didn't share anything about the event. And I guarantee you that that event was turned. But he shared it was nothing great. about it, it. All of the glory that he just shared yeah. was in how God gracefully got him there. Yeah. The problem is that's that good. most of us aren't willing to get on that flight. That's the hard part. We're not willing to get on that flight. We're not willing to sleep in the airport. Uh, we're not willing to go talk to that old guy, even though we've already been giving the confirmation of, hey, I got somewhere for you to stay. Are you still going to mm-hmm. go talk to this mm-hmm. guy? Right. That's integrity. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so yeah. many yeah. individual pieces in that that most of us are not willing to do. Mm. And we want the miracle, but we could care less about the process and how he got us to that miracle when Man. that's where the, the glory actually is. Yeah. That's where it actually yeah. resides. So, Man. Well, 
And some, so, so something God spoke to me. So, so part of this has been like, um, in January, God was speaking to me about faith mm -hmm. and he was telling me how he wanted to teach me about faith. Mm -hmm. And, and then this happened, um, because I mean, God's not going to teach you about something without, you know, having you actually practice exercise, that, yeah. right? Exercise it. But, um, he was teaching me about Lord. faith and promises, but how, when we're going towards a promise mm -hmm. and we're on that journey, there's always a revelation of his heart yeah. on the way to a promise. Mm -hmm. Like if, if there's anything, he doesn't care about the promise. Like to God, mm -hmm. like, I'm like, I, I don't know how much he cared about the send. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But what he cared more about was my heart and like my yes. But at the same time, like how he could reveal himself and his goodness to me in provision. Right. Because honestly, I come away from that trip like, yeah, again, not even caring about the event. Like there were great things I got from that event. But like the like, I can't tell you how real God is mm -hmm. when you're standing in the provision. Yeah. And like having gone on that journey, just like having his peace. Yeah. And like, I think being on that flight and knowing I had the peace that I had is probably the biggest like thing that I took away from that trip. Not even like the Disney World Resort thing, because right. like just knowing that on the journey there, he he's there to provide peace. Like that's that's where it's at. On that journey, there is revelation of his heart, and and I'm so like, I'm so like, just blown away. I'm just like I'm blown away that God's real. <laughs> like yeah. not that I didn't believe <laughs> no, that legit, God's real. Legit, legit. Like but like, but like. He's yeah. so real, and yeah. and everything he says is so like, mm -hmm. so tangible. And I, I found myself in this place again of like, dang God, if if you said that and it was real, and it was more than I could have ever imagined, like, what about these other things that you've told me about, and that I'm like waiting on, and that like, I haven't seen yet. Oh my goodness, maybe it is worth the wait. Maybe it's worth that flight mm -hmm. of uncertainty. You know. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I think also I want to encourage anyone, like, if you're in that place of flying towards that destination, if you're on that journey and you don't have that peace, like, press into God for it because it's there. It really is. Um, and, and he's so present in those moments. There's something in every single second of that journey. But, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I'm... Uh, we'll see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens next. <laughs> to be continued. Oh, man. So mm, God's good. So. But, yeah, I hope I, I really hope that encourages someone yeah. um, out there. And I really hope that, um, uh, you know, even if you don't feel called to take a, a, a trip of faith like that, yeah. um, that in some little way that is just a, a challenge or a reminder that, that God is so real when we step out in faith. Um, so, yeah. Um, go ahead and hear his voice and, and trust that what he says is true because yeah. uh, I know it is. I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Big yeah. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Literally. Thank you for, for sharing that. For sharing that. Yeah, moment, yeah of for course. That intimacy, that story. And uh, yeah, I really do hope that somebody listening found some kind of encouragement uh, in a place that God is calling them. It might not be a physical location, but a spiritual one. So um yeah. Well, and, and I think w one last thing is like um, one thing God really spoke to me is, as I said at the beginning, it's like I really feel like I'm called to go to the nations and to um, 
do missions yeah. full time at some point. Yeah. And one thing God did tell me is, um, if you're not willing to step out in faith to go to an event about missions, mm-hmm. will you be in a place where you're willing to go to the nations when you don't know where you're going to be at, you right. know, and the people you're going to be interacting with? Mm-hmm. Right. And I was just like, yeah, okay, that's a good that's a good point. Right. But but those little steps of faith lead us to a place where we're prepared in our hearts to say yes to God and what he's called us to. Right. Um and I think not to say that if I'd said no that I wouldn't step into where God's called me to eventually, mm-hmm. but I think it did something in my heart that I don't think any other situation would have done. Yeah. Um and so I'm just thankful that uh that yeah, that takes me closer to where he's called me. And so, so those little steps of faith, they really just take you closer to what God's, what God's put on your heart. Um, no matter how crazy they seem sometimes. So, yeah. (laughs) Solid. Heat. Solid. (laughs) Rap. Rap. (laughs) Rap.